This is the Ned's NRL Punting Podcast with Jarrell Yao Yi, Jared Timms, and Ryan Cook. Hello, and welcome to yet another episode of the Ned's NRL Punting Podcast, the show where we run through the good, the bad, the ugly of the NRL, and of course, look for a winner on the infamous multi segment. My name is Jared Timms. With me is he is each and every week, the 63-game veteran for the Brisbane Broncos, Gerald Yowie. Gentlemen, it is great to be here. Uh, another big week of rugby league coming up and finals footy just around the corner. What did you think about my shout-out to the AFL punting podcast's Dylan Leach? Oh, sorry. I thought you gave me a sleeping pill. Yeah. I was <laughs> going to pass out. <laughs> That's how boring that was. <laughs> Well, wait, good start. All right, also joining me as he does each and every week, it's Ned's own form and numbers man, the form guide, Fondler Ryan Cook. That intro turned me on a little bit, too. <laughs> oh, Very oh, sultry, oh, mate. <laughs> so good. <laughs> also joining us for a second time this season, mm. a man of many talents, of many former employees, employees, employers, employers. you know him, from yes. the Ned's AFL punting podcast. We're taking him back from Dylan. It's Greg Davis. Hello, team. Great to be here. Um, yes, that was... I wish you, Dylan and you would just get along. Yeah. You know? Well, maybe. Just get along. It's, it's, nice to have you, hatchet. it's nice to have you here, a part of a winning podcast. Well, I know you, you know? guys are on a streak. You've got yeah. one in a row, We've so that's got, good. We, two all up. Two or three. We're up three now. Wow. We had an $11 one early. We had a $13 one mid-season. $19 in round that's 23, fantastic. Greg. That's yeah. fantastic. And I'm finally part of one. Like, yeah, I yeah. had to watch from the sidelines the last two, but yeah. You might be able to take a bit of winning form back to the AFL one, oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Don't hold your breath. Well, <laughs> well, there's no AFL uh, day of the week off, the week off between the home and away season and the final. So the AFL podcast has actually done an NRL um, multi. Four legs of NRL. Four wins. legs. Yeah, right. and, well, uh, you know, we can't whinge now, Alistair so Lynch. they'll see if it gets home. <laughs> Alistair Lynch uh, has uh, he's, he's got behind his uh, beloved Sharks. Up, up, Cronulla, he says. Loves the Sharks. Loves, well, he loved Googling Sharks players and then reading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I did listen to that segment and he did sell me on David Peachy. I was actually quite yeah. impressed with that. Turns yeah. out it wasn't legit. Greg, it's been a few weeks since we've seen you, of course. Oh, it has been. Plenty has happened in the world of rugby league, as it usually does over a one-month period. Anything jumped out at you? Have you found a smoky to win the premiership? Oh, no. Jeez, oh, Penrith have been impressive, especially last week, weren't they? They were magnificent. And I think they've just been... I still think the Cowboys, and I, I, I'm liking the, the Chooks, a, show, a little something-something from the Bondi boys, uh, six in a row, and the Bunnies. with I mean, they, they lost last week, but isn't Latrell playing some good footy? So I don't think it's the one-horse race that we may have thought about a month or so ago when Cleary was playing, when, I mean, Jerome Lowe is back this week for the Panthers, but they're still the team to beat. But I think there's... On their day, like the cows could win, the rabbits could win, the chooks could win, uh, and and the sharkies as well. So I don't think it's the one horse race that we all thought it may have been. As someone whose club isn't going to make the finals this season, I am thrilled that it's not a one horse race. At least it might be a bit exciting in the final few rounds of the year. Oh well, yeah, you wouldn't know anything about that, so we're not, we're not worried about your team, mate. Your, your team's still a chance of missing, Gerard. I'm confident. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Uh, that's what it is. Just just, just gotta stay confident, boys. Stay confident. We'll be right. On Tuesday, Cameron Munster's manager, Braithen Astor, revealed the Storm have returned a new offer to retain his services that is, quote, now in the ballpark, Gerald. Can we just confirm that Cameron Munster is going to be playing for the Storm next season? Yeah, I, look, I, I don't see who he's going. I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I think, 
I mean, he's he's a pretty loyal guy, uh, Munster is. It doesn't seem like he would part ways with um, with that club and with a lot of those players staying around. Why would you? I mean, they've created a great dynasty around there. You know, obviously with Craig Bellamy moving on after twenty twenty three, they're going to need some st- stability in that um, in those players' position. And um, yeah, I mean, I'd love I'd love to see Cam Munster, you know, come to the Bronco. I think everyone would love to see him go other places, but. You know, for a loyal player to stay, uh, you know, one club, I think I think it would be nice for Cameron to play his whole career at the Melbourne Storm. And Melbourne Storm playing cheeky buggers on social media. They announced that I there's going to be a lot of night. re-signings today uh, from <laughs> 3 o'clock. We're recording this Wednesday. From 3 o'clock Wednesday, there was going to be one re-signing announced every hour for five hours on five different social media platforms. So I think yeah. George Jennings was the first one. Yeah. Okay. And, I, and I'm pretty sure uh, that Munster won't be one of the five. Um, but yes, it, what it does, uh, the next step, boys, is it shows that the, the Dolphins, their recruiting drive's been a little bit <laughs> underwhelming. So now they move to Latrell. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm hearing a package deal of Latrell and Cody Walker. Chance, do you think, of actually getting that over the line? And would that be a good move, or is it desperation late before their first? I mean, season? I wouldn't even write out either of those. I would. I also wouldn't write off Ben Hunt at the moment um, as wow. well. I mean, the Dragons have tabled an offer. Uh, that's you know, it's still nice, but I mean, he could go out and win this Daily M this year. And um, if you're going to pay a player that is playing in his best form at you know 32 years of age, I mean, you've you've got to pay the man what he wants. I think. I mean, if we're, it'd be a different story if his team is where they are and he's not performing. You know, he's obviously I get paid unders, but he's he's worked his ass off. Um, so don't rule out Uncle Wayne for Ben. And I love when they go quiet about this. Yeah, like Wayne. He, he said nothing about Ben, so this could be something. We could see Anthony Milford and Ben Hunt link up again. I, I mean, I would love that. I, I think it would be nice because they complement each other very well. They know how each other play, and Wayne was the one to, you know, bring that uh, combination together. So, yeah, wait and see. I mean, it would be nice for both the Rabbitohs boys, but I just don't think that, you know, Jason Demetrio, they're going to leave Jason Demetrio. Like, Jason Demetrio, if anyone's met him, he's a great guy. He's a great coach. He's he's so good behind scenes as well, away from the footy field. So, yeah, I mean, but if the money's right. Do you, do you think Luttrell's entertaining this to get more money out of Souths? Possibly. Yeah. Um, yeah, possibly. I mean, look, with, you know, with Adam Reynolds' it's situation, you know, they – I don't think they're going to let it happen twice. Mm. There's there's no way. Luttrell, and Luttrell's probably one of the best in the game in the last, you know, month and a half. He's probably been the he's been the benchmark of the competition. So, yeah, they'd be silly to let both of them go, let alone one of them. So, yeah. That's a great point, Joel. I think the, the Reynolds factor means mm. that there's no way in the world they'll let those nah. two go. Um, but I think it's about 700-ish for Ben Hunt. Yeah. So you'd think coming down from 1.2s, but I think, Maybe offering eight-ish, nine-ish. He's in, like I said, his career best form. Pay the yeah. man. Pay the man. I, I think he's worth look nine hundred, eight, you know, seventy-five at mm. least. Like I mean, that's it. Doesn't seem like a lot to people, but that's you know, it's a big jump in money and mm. um, over a couple of years, you know, you, you're sort of getting your money's worth. But um, gone are the days where you know players at that age get paid a million dollars. It's just unfortunate, you know. You can't mm. you can't pay a thirty-two year old a million dollars, um, yeah. unless you're a you know Darren Lockyer or a Cameron Smith, you know. Mm. Yeah, that's that's a different story. But yeah, it's it's hard to see how the Dragons are even flinching with this. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's been the team, and if they want to, you know, bring bring any kids through that are going to follow in his footsteps, they need to have someone there who's going to be sturdy. Because I don't know who else they go for if they lose Ben Hunt. 
you know, I mean, I don't see any of those other players taking that role on and uh, as good as him and his uh, in the captaincy role. So, um, no, I'm not just saying this because he's my mate. I just I'm purely <laughs> saying this as a dragons. You know, someone's following the dragons. Yeah. I can't see if they lose him. Where, what are they going to do? I just I don't see them losing him. That'd be absolutely bloody awful. Oh, it would. Uh, sorry, sorry. Maybe moving the hooker and then you spend a bit of money getting another sort of playmaker, Sherelle. I think yeah. it might be it might be a move for him because he, I reckon is a lot of people to think his best position is in number nine. Mm. So maybe move him in there and sort of you know bring that talent through in the halves. Do his family like living in Sydney? Yeah, they like it, but you know, obviously everything's up here for them. I mean, hmm. every time when I, when I've gone to see them, it's it's yeah, it's beautiful down there. Um, they live in Cronulla. I mean, it's a really nice place to live. Beach, beautiful beaches. Uh, I think the thing is, is, both of them, you know, Bridget and Ben, they're both family people. You know, Hunty's from a really close family and they're in Yapoon. Um, Bridget's family uh, is up here in uh, Brisbane. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it would be a hard decision, but it's an extra three years, you know, an extra two or three years for more money. Um and it's not. It's obviously all not about the money because otherwise he'd be chasing a million dollars. He obviously sees something in Anthony Griffin and the team that they've got, so he wouldn't be saying, "Yeah." Otherwise, he would be chasing the money. There'd be nothing else. And I know his manager very well. His manager was my manager. You know, they're not like they're not those type of people. Cole Davis is not that type of guy. So yeah, I I, I see him staying at the Dragons. It's just they have to sort of give something back to him as well for him to stay. James Tamo was sent from the field during West 72-6 loss to the mm. Roosters after he called referee Ben Cummins and oh, he called him effing incompetent. Mm. Uh, now, he was slapped with a contrary conduct charge, a two-game suspension, which would have ended his season, likely his career as well. He's taken it to the judiciary. They've downgraded to one game. Fair result? Yeah, I reckon one's enough yeah. for that. I reckon two was over the top. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I think you have to set a precedence. Like you can't just you we can't, can't talk to wrestlers. Like no, that. you no. can't. You can't have someone like James Hammer have his stature. And yes, it's not out of his. You know, it's not like what he was has done before. But like if we, you know, then everyone's going to go to the judiciary and go. Well, I've never had a go at the ref before, and then get away with it. So, I mean, yeah, one's probably one is probably enough. I wouldn't have been upset with what he got yeah. because I, I think it just sets for our kids as well. You know, I'm just looking from outside, and I, you know, I. James Tamo's a nice guy. We like he's a great guy, yeah. but looking from an outside in, and we talk about you know we're all role models, and that's what they're trying to be. All these players, unfortunately, that's what they are. Yeah, if the, if the kids see that, they're probably going to start doing it. You yeah, know? and and that's the that's the cold hard facts of it. So, um, he had to get something. I mean, like I said, I wouldn't have been upset if he got um what it, what what they said he was going to get at the start. Have they downgraded it potentially so he can have one more run here? It's probably it. But you know, the other thing is he he could just find another club and go one more year. Yeah. So I mean, have they gone in there and bullshitted their way through it? Yeah, you know, yeah. and and done that just so he can play the last game, um, at the at the Tigers, or or does he go on and? I mean, I don't think James Tarmow is done. I mean, it doesn't look like – I mean, when he plays footy, I don't know, it doesn't look like he's done. He I doesn't mean, look any different to what he did No, and it doesn't look like – unless we don't know something about injuries or, or whatnot. But, I I mean, I, he could go to a comfortable side like the Melbourne Storm and get paid unders and, and probably be in great form, you know, the, the way they play the ball, the way they have quick play the ball off the back of that. He's a big body. So, I mean, I mean I, I'd love to see him play play another year. I think he's – I think he's capable, um, but yeah, that downgrade—he uh, he had to get something. 
It's got a bit of the Billy Slater 2018 heading to the grand final <laughs> feel to it. Like the, the NRL's opting for the storyline. Yep. But I think it's good that he's got at least one game because, Greg, we've seen this in the AFL. Mm. Um, the league cracks down on dissent really earlier in the year and then it gets towards the end rounds when the games don't matter as much and they go, oh, it's not as much of a problem. We're not going to suspend players mm. or penalise them for this. So, yeah, I think the NRL's done the, the, done the right thing by giving him at least one game. And with this stuff, you get a bit creative with the punishment as well. Like mm. you give him one week but then make him front up to referee straight or something and yeah. do a session with the referees, film it, pump it out on all the social media channels with Tamo working with the referees. Yeah. So it show, it reinforces that message of one, okay, you talk to a referee like that, you're on the sideline for a week, and two, show them some respect. Mm. So maybe get a bit creative. I haven't heard anything about him personally reaching out to Ben Cummins. I but, know. I, but, you know, I mean, if he is a really good bloke, like we all know he is, he, you know, I personally, if that was me, the first thing I would have done without the judiciary situation, I would have reached out to Ben Cummins and said, I had a brain explosion. Mm. You know, we should never speak to you like that. I apologise. Because then you don't have to go through the back door and go to the judiciary and say, oh, I'm sorry to Ben and this and blah, blah, blah. You're just going to him mm. and then you cop whatever comes with it. Mm. But then Ben Cummins comes out and goes, look, I've had a conversation with James Tarmow. He's a nice guy. He's given me a call. I think, you know, that seems like the decent way to mm. do that situation. One of the most polarising players in the NRL in the last decade, Andrew Fafita. Mm. He began his NRL career with West Tigers. He was famously dumped by them and he was very vocal on the way out. The move to Cronulla ended up making his career. He obviously became a rep player, played for New South Wales, played about seven games for Australia. I think he's recently played for Tonga. This week, he said that his time at Cronulla is done. He's hanging up the boots at Cronulla He's going to entertain offers, interestingly, in his press conference from clubs like West's Tigers. Now, a few weeks ago, Gerard, we spoke about Josh Reynolds going back to the Bulldogs, mm. a former club player, probably a slightly different situation, though, going back in the twilight of his career. West Tigers are in probably a worse position than the Bulldogs. They need to rebuild. Would a player like Fafita be a beneficial signing for a club like Yeah, I, I think he needs a fresh start for, you know, where he is at his career because he's probably all comfortable at Cronulla. They're, they're playing a very different style of rugby league than he's used to and what um, they're used to playing. Um, you know, gone are the days of the just big, you know, big fronties just, just hitting it up and, you know, I, I think – he needs to play bigger minutes and he might get that at the West Tigers. He might get it at the West Tigers uh, as well. Um, I love his quote, though, uh, when he came out in the media and said, all I want to do is win one more ring so I can go and knock on Gal's door and say, <laughs> suck it. Um, <laughs> it's uh, one of his best. Um, oh, look, I, I think that just adds to, you know, the Sharks run to the finals, you know. I mean, he's a cult hero there. Uh, Andrew Fafita. So I wouldn't be surprised if they go close, just, you know, obviously for the whole the cl whole club and all the members, but, you know, he's got an extra bit that he wants now. And I love when players come out and do this and don't wait for anyone else, that he's just gone, my time's done here, which I like, because, you know, now it's given them a bit more of a kick up the kick up the ass to, to play good footy and um, a spur on and, you know, he'll, he'll go out there and he'll play like it's his last game. So, yeah, I, I look, I don't. I don't mind him going back to the West Side because I think it might be all right. He won't be getting an extra ring if he goes back to the West Side. <laughs> no, so. yeah, well, that's yeah. why I think he's come out and said it here instead of saying yeah, yeah. I'll go somewhere else and win a ring. The timing's pretty good too because if Tamo does retire, then he can just slot right in. Mm. Works out perfectly. How, much, how, how much far? How far are they apart in age? And they wouldn't be that I far. I think Fafita might be thirty-two. As well. I think yeah. he's my. I think Andrew. I think he's my age. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. 
There's no denying how good Selwyn Cobbo has been this season. We've spoken about him at length on this podcast, made his origin debut. He's, of course, pivotal to the makeup of the Broncos. Greg, on the eve of a huge mm. round 24 game with the Eels, he's been ruled out with fatigue. Yeah, the the pre-match press conference Kevy did today before Thursday's game against Paris. He's been yeah, ruled out with fatigue. It's been a big year for him. Like he's 19 when the year started. Mm. Um, he's played Origin. He got knocked out. He's been the centre of attention. He's been called the next Greg Inglis, the next Gerald Yo Yeah. You know, <laughs> all those big tags he's had to live with. Um, I haven't called him that. No. <laughs> the, uh, but yeah, I mean, I remember it might have been, this is going back, boys, but back when um, a young Carmichael Hunt first played yeah. first grade and Dave Taylor, those sort of blokes. Mm -hmm. And I remember uh, Wayne saying that. It takes two or three years for a young bloke to be able to run out a season that mm. by about August they ran out of puff mm. because they've been training since November and then the, the, mentally and physically they struggle with the rigours of yeah. being a professional footballer. And maybe that's what's happened here with Selwyn. I mean, Wayne used to ban first-year players from talking to the media. So Carmichael mm. Hunt didn't do his first presser at Red Hill till year two. Wow. Um, so maybe, and that was Wayne just protecting them and trying to keep them out of the spotlight. But um, Selwyn's been in the spotlight because his footy's demanded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, it's, he, it's it's one of those things. I think he's just hit the wall, maybe physically and and mentally. Yeah, and he plays with you know such intent when he plays the game. Like he doesn't leave anything in the in the dressing rooms. You, mm. you can see when he runs, when he tries to jump for the ball, when he tackles, he does everything to uh, the best of his ability. So I mean, they would have seen that in training. I, mm. I think over the last couple of weeks. Um, he just he doesn't talk a lot, so his body language would have would have would have spoke about it. And you know, you got the physios there who, who who can read that people people who know what's going on. So you know, it's it sucks for us as a as a you know a fan base to be able to you know to watch him sit out. But um, Pereira uh, comes in and he's a he's a very capable um, winger to to do the job. And look, to be honest, he's outside Katoni Stags. Uh, I think they'll be okay. Just defensively, they'll need to fix a few things up. Are you confident in them this weekend? Uh, yeah, I like I like playing. I, th I think they've been great against Para for the last couple of years. So, and look, I'm not that confident in Parramatta. So, yeah. um, I think last week was a really big hiccup, uh, and as a big um, hiccup for yeah for the club. And like it was a sold out. I, I actually went last last week, and I hadn't been to a game to watch in a very very long time at Suncorp Stadium. I left with I left with thirty minutes to go. I was I was filthy. I was filthy because typical Brisbane supporter you are. Well, right? not only that, you know. Well, I was in a suite. You know, I was, <laughs> yeah. I was eating. Oh, no, I was yeah, eating no, some no, nice food. My car was live, my car tough, was parked yeah. in the fogs across the road on Castlemaine, so I didn't have an issue They'd getting out, out of there. I actually did run out of prawns. Actually, no, but I yeah, I think um, they would have had a real reality check uh, last week, and you just can't you can't bring that stuff at this end of the season. I think in a way, like Kevy said, talked about it today, that it was like you said, it was just more or less some paraphrase what Kevy said, but it was an aberration. And then just yeah. throw it in the bin, move on. Yeah. That's where it belongs, in the bin. because the, the, And he's giving pretty much the same 17 a chance to redeem themselves, which, and he's, as he said, he goes, that those players have put us in this position to make the top eight, so let's give them the chance to redeem and it's, themselves. And it's not the time of the year where you need to swap no. the team around anyway. Like, no. like you said, like he said, it's you don't want to change anything. So, I mean, look. Melbourne were outstanding. They came out of the blocks. Their 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 the middle was strong. Like they just couldn't handle them. And once you lose that momentum ugh, with Melbourne and teams like that, it's just too hard to get back. And 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 te different teams match up better against other teams. Yeah, Melbourne own 
Brisbane at Suncorp yeah, Stadium. And it's a bogey it's not team. Gone back for more than a decade. Yeah. And the, the rivalry between Melbourne and Brisbane goes back even further. Watch. Oh, and they watch. and I think it's just um <laughs> one of those nights. Just one of those nights. You know, fifty two missed tackles for yeah. ten tries. Fifty two missed tackles with fifty two thousand watching. That was beautiful. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 52,000 watching. Oh, 51,999 from the 60th minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cleese Huss, the younger brother of mm. Payne, has been named to make his NRL debut for the Titans this weekend. I was having a look at his stats before. He's played six Q Cup games this season, which didn't sound right to me, to be honest. But alas, six Q Cup games, 80 minutes in five of those. Jarrell, given the emergence of players like Jaden Campbell in the last couple of years, and they've started signing blokes like Sam Verrills, they look like they'll have Tino for a little while as well. Is it time for the Titans fans to start getting excited or is it still a case of we need to see this before well, we believe it? I think what as a Titans fan, what you can get excited about is he's homegrown. So he's not from anywhere else. They haven't pinched him off another club. He's He, he grew up, you know, they grew up on the Goldie. So I think that's a nice piece um, to realise that, you know, he hasn't gone and uh, took offers from other places where he probably – I mean, by the sounds of it. I mean, I've heard a little bit about him, um, and he's, you know, he's a, he's a. We don't see these type of footy players come to their own till they're like twenty three, twenty four. But um, you know, he's obviously uh, a good footy player. So it's nice to see the Titans retain some of their of their youth because I mean, what? Who's the last person? I mean, Soby Sexton was from Tweed. Um, you know, to come really come through. Um, Jayden I mean, Campbell yeah, Jaden Campbell is yeah from around obviously Presto. So, yeah, well, it's it's nice to see some of their young players, and if they can keep, and it's off the back of these kids. Like if these kids stay around, that's what you want to build. So it might not be next year or the year after, but they'll 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 start to grow and they'll they'll build a nice um, camaraderie around each each of the younger players, and and that's what attracts older players wanting to go there. They go, oh, like the Broncos with Adam Reynolds. They go, well, they've got a really young, you know, average of twenty four, twenty three. That's a at least three or four years with those guys to win a win a premiership. So, yeah, I, I think for the Titans fans, you can get excited because they're, he's homegrown and um, he's obviously, you know, plays like his brother, uh, what I heard. So let's hope that he's uh, better. Usually the younger brother is better, but not in not my family. I was going to say, you've got a younger brother. <laughs> not in my family. How, how well did he go? <laughs> he's shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I heard that Fleece wasn't actually supposed to debut in the NRL till next season. Do you think now there's absolutely nothing to play for for the Titans? There is also the potential that they'll just throw him a couple of jerseys at the end of the year to yeah. potentially talk contract pain in I, the off-season. I think it's contracts. It's 100% contracts. Yeah, stuff. right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because you don't come out and, and say that. I mean... We're talking about vying off other clubs. This is probably, you know, give me, give me some, give me some games, or I will go look at look elsewhere. Um, who was a sixteen-year-old that played for the Titans? Uh, what was his name? Uh, Ra- yeah, Rankin. yeah, Jordan Rankin, Jordan wasn't Rankin. it? Yeah. yeah. He said, if if you don't let me play at sixteen, then I'm I'm not staying. So um, it's it's got a little bit of that. So let's see how he goes. I mean, it's it's a big step up from Queensland Cup. I mean, people, you play against men in Queensland Cup, but you play against these elite players who tactically are so good. It's the game's so much faster. So he's going to get a, a real surprise quickly. Round 23 of the NRL was one for monumental score lines. Yeah. Gerard, we spoke about it on Monday. I think it was 466 points. Record two. Record. The, the, the one recent before that was 438. Wow. And I think that was in 2020. Uh, so not far back, but 466 points is still well out of the way of 438. So, yeah, what a what a week of rugby league. Saturday was a shocker. It was three games and yeah. the winning team all was in the 40s. Um, 
But this time of year, I think you've got teams playing for everything, playing against teams, playing for nothing. Mm. True. And they can get on a roll and then it's, um, yeah, it's just uh, a disaster. Disaster for those bottom teams. Certainly was. Now, we had our say on Monday about Ooh. who flexed the hardest. We couldn't really choose. We thought maybe the Sharks doing it on Brookvale Oval, first time that they've done that in a long time yeah. there. And against a side in Manly who were on the verge of the eight until a couple of weeks ago, or... The Melbourne Storm. Yeah, it well, it's the Melbourne Storm. I didn't want to make it public, but no. uh, I think the biggest flex was Melbourne. I led the charge on that one. Ryan, have the punters had their say since? Yeah, a bit of chat in the comments uh, over the last few days, boys. Starting off with Ian Robert Phelps, who's chimed in with, it's now called AFL Rugby League. Mm. Mm. Even though the Storm actually outscored the Brisbane Lions on Friday. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> they really were. Yeah, they really did, yeah. <laughs> um, Eric Janis, this is a bit of a, this is a three-parter. He says, the Chooks might be on fire lately, but still too early to guarantee they'll finish in the eight. Has he commented in his own comment? Three parts. Well, he's replied to someone. Wow. It's a, it's a bit, gets a bit feisty, <laughs> wow. this one. Even Ricky and his gutter dogs might sneak into the eight yet, seeing they have probably the easiest draw out of the possible eight. And then uh, Ian from above has come in and said, they are not gutter dogs. And then Eric has replied saying, I don't get fined or suspended like Ricky did, so I can call them what I want. Real battle there between a few boomers. Um, <laughs> How good. Craig Hopkins. This one's for you, Gerald. Simply two words. Broncos suck. <laughs> and uh, Jed Mahoney has said, who flexed hardest? The bookies. Now, this one's, funnily enough, they didn't. Because 15 of the 17 favorites won on the footy in both codes. Mm, wow. Wow. Good weekend for the punters. Wow. I did see on Twitter too, actually, someone responded, who flexed the hardest? James Tamo. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. True. Very true. All right. I think it's that time. Let's get into some betting. The weekend's footy through the eyes of the punters with all the numbers, trends, and odds you need to know. This is The Offload. All right, Ryan, let's get straight into The Offload with this week's Don't Argue. Yeah, this is a name I didn't think we'd be mentioning in this part of the show, boys. Nat Butcher. Nat Butcher. Yeah, four tries in the Roosters' 72-6 thrashing over West on a Saturday. Did you say what was that? 72-6? Write your own ticket. Yeah, (laughs) Millions. Uh, $23 for him to score a hat trick. First time he scored more than two tries in a game. Really nice way for the Roosters to celebrate their final game of the SCG. Did you ever play there, Giraffe? The SCG? Yes, I did, actually. Yes. Sorry, I did. Let's talk Roosters. So they're getting a nice little boost this week with Lindsay Collins coming back and Takiaho returning to the side. If they flog the Storm, are we going to lock him in for top four? Are they value, though, at plus five and a half dogs at the line? Are they value? Yeah, plus five and a half underdogs this week. Yeah, mm. I think so. I, I, I think they're a chance of winning. I think they're a pretty good chance of winning. I think there is a definite case to be made for them being the form team of the league, and I think a win this weekend would probably step that. You're quite bullish on them, Greg? The Chooks, yes. Yeah, yeah. so I think they'll still lose this week. Yeah, I think yeah. the, the last, last season, remember, how good was the Storm at the middle of the season? Mm. They were just running up the big scores, and then they dropped off late and I think they've had they were they had that bad month and I think they're starting to pick up. They had yeah. that sixteen nil win over Penrith, which was, that defensively was outstanding. No, 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 they lost they lost three four in a row. Yeah, And then I think they're on they're they're doing this. Again. Sc- that's the scariest thing from Melbourne. Yeah. How they lost four in a row because yeah they they they're gonna be bringing the heat of, and I, I think they're I reckon they've gone to favourites after after they're that. rolling. Yeah, the perp, the purple powerhouse mm. is pumping. <laughs> Who are our punters' pals this week? Uh, a familiar name, Alex Johnston, try scoring double. He's now scored two or more tries in five straight games at a core stadium. What if a you man. don't mind, four dollars twenty for him to score the double against the Panthers last Thursday. 
Cowboys fans would be pretty nervous, I would say, because he scored five tries in their last two meetings. Dollar forty-two for him anytime this week. Probably short. the shortest that I've that seen. Short. Greg, you're a bunnies man, if my memory. No, no, not cowboys man. You're a cowboys man. Yeah. Okay, well, answer this question about so the bunnies anyway. I'll yeah. <laughs> answer anything you want. No, it's Oscar. That's the bunnies man. That's I'm getting confused. Yeah, that's right. Um, so the Rabbitohs have now lost to Melbourne, Penrith, Cronulla, and sadly the Tigers in the final seconds this year. Do you think mm. losses like that inspire confidence heading into the finals? Jerome, mm. are you confident in the bunnies? I am. Yeah. Look, I, I I'd actually. I, I can never pick the bunnies at the finals time of the year because they're just – you never know what you're going to get with them. I mean, they're like they're, – they're hitting their straps at the right time. If if Latrell – and I, I know it seems like it's crazy to think that one person can change a game, yeah. but I just can't see – when he's on, they, they're just not going to lose. He's got a bit of the turbos last like, season. A bit like, there, honestly, every yeah. time he touches the ball, it looks like he's going to score a try or set one up. And I mean, just the little things he do, he does, you know, the, when he gets his hand on the ball to, for the kicking game as well. Like, yeah, he is in best form of his career I've ever seen him. I think it was encouraging to see them stick to their attacking plan against a defensive side like mm. Penrith, even though they lost. Uh, but moving on, Tui Kami Kamika, anytime, loves playing the Broncos, this man. He's now scored in three straight appearances against Brisbane. Good fill up for it's anyone that took $5.50 about him anytime oh. on Friday did night. Did he score the first try or did the Broncos get over first? Nah, he scored the first, first. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that would have been right. You're on ticket yeah, territory yeah. as well, yeah. surely. Hundreds, hundreds <laughs> for sure. Uh, Waka Blake, double $6 on Saturday in the big win over the Dogs. Found the line inside the opening 15 minutes, then scored again late in the second half. Pretty big game for the Eels tomorrow night, boys. Spot in the top eight is still undetermined for them. Adam Reynolds was the catalyst when uh, they met the Broncos about a month ago. Mm. Do you think uh, – who wins this battle in the halves with Mitch Moses back in form last week and that big win over the Dogs? Yeah, I, look, I mean, I, I want to say um, Adam Reynolds. I mean, he just need if he, if he starts the game well, it's, it's going to be pretty hard to stop him because we know what he's like. His kicking game is – is, is second to none. It's his kicking game is the best kicking game I've seen by by a half for a very very long time when he's on his day. So if he can get that right, he knows Suncourt well now. Um, I, I think he'll get the chocolates over him. Daniel Tupo, another name that we've mentioned plenty on this show. Three dollars thirty for the double last week, mm. and a man that I tipped in our winning multi, Bo Firma anytime. He's now scored in three straight games. Three dollars. I turned anytime. it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I turned it back on, and he had scored. I was like, "You beauty!" Then Absolutely. It, then it was a nervous things. watch watching the Raiders. Yeah, we'll get into that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The Dragons at home, safe bet from this same game. They've now covered in eight of their last nine home games. Just one to watch when they take on the Broncos next week. And Dominic Young double. He scored a try in four straight home games now for the Knights. Two dollars thirty-five anytime last week. Seven dollars seventy-five for the double. Have you got any tips for us for round twenty-four? Yeah, I've gone Tom Tom Opetic anytime versus Brisbane. Two dollars seventy-five. Two dollars seventy. I beg your pardon. Tomorrow night. Uh, believe it or not, Brisbane has given up a try to opposing centers in five straight games. Mm. Justin Olam crossed the line twice last week. For the Storm. Um, and I like Edric Lee, double versus the Titans. That's pretty straightforward. He scored mm. five against them uh, earlier in the year. Tommy want to get back on in his old team as well. He was at the Broncos. Absolutely. Monumental score lines in round 23. Surely good for a few moves in our futures markets as well. Yeah, not surprisingly, the Storm is $6 into $4.75 yeah. Yeah, now. Roosters, 11 into 10. Cowboys, 9 out to 10. Eels, 21 into 17. And the Broncos, 26 out to 51. Oh, jeez. Raiders are $4.50 into three to make the eight. Yeah, right. Okay. Clive Churchill medal. 
Yeah, we got to mark it up now for the Clive, Clive Churchill. Uh, Nathan Cleary's your foot or 50 <laughs> favourite okay. to go back to back, not surprisingly. Munster, $9, second elect. Isaiah Yeo, $11. And Coruscant, $13. Other than the Ned's NRL punting podcast, <laughs> Multi, did we take any bloody good bets last weekend? Yeah, we had a few. <laughs> we took 15K on the Panthers head-to-head at $2.60 versus Souths. <laughs> mm-hmm. 2500 on Alex Johnston anytime, just short of $2, uh, and 7K on the Roosters to cover versus the Tigers. Well, I was having a look at this before. There's a few mad multis this week. Yeah, I highlighted this one on the AFL show, but it's worth mentioning again. $150 into 27K. Holy okay. heck. Yeah, so mm. the NRL legs on this one, he, he backed Cronulla, Canberra, St. George, the Storm, the Cowboys, the Roosters, and the Eels. And as I said earlier, um, really good week to back the favourite. So this one was a 16-legger all up across two codes, wow. so AFL and NRL. Were they just AFL win, like yeah, match winning Yeah, just straight up head-to-head yeah, bets. Wow. Yep. Uh, $5 into just over $1,600. Eight-leg yeah. anytime nice. try-scorer multi. Uh, Mike Acevo, Jeremiah Nanai, Nico Hines, Sebastian Chris, Cody Walker, uh, Justin Olam, Tomorowski. <laughs> Really good one. And lastly, $25 into just over $20,000. Oh. Same game multi on Dragons, Titans. Talatau, Amoni, first try. for feeder anytime. Bo Firmer, anytime. Alex Brimson, anytime. Some really good punting. Wow. Wow, hey. wow. I had lunch with my parents on the weekend, Ryan, <laughs> and mum told me that she absolutely loves Don't yes. Tell the Misso. So what have you got for Joe Timms? Shout like- out to Mrs. Timms, my <laughs> first fan. <happened. laughs> um, 10K on the Rabbitohs head-to-head versus Penrith. 10K on your Broncos, Gerald, oh, against yeah. the Storm. Oh, sorry, Gerald. No. Five, 5K on Joey Manu anytime, uh, $1.92. Very random. Yeah, very yeah, random. That is, yeah. And then again, we have so many bets on the Raiders. I just don't get it. Yeah. 10K on the Raiders, minus 16 and a half alternate line versus oh, Newcastle. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, it's no good. No, oh. Thanks. All right. Well, thank you very much, Ryan. Thank you, boys. All right, guys. As it has been for the entire season, early payout is still available on every game in round 24 of the NRL. Back any team head to head. And if your team leads by six points or more at halftime, you're going to get paid out early. I think we should find places to use this in round 24. What do you think, Ryan? Look, I've had some success with the Sharks over the last couple of weeks, and I'm just going to stick with them against the Bulldogs. I think the Doggies are just phoning in at this point in the season. Sharks are at home. This is a big game for them. They lock up a top four spot. All in on Cronulla. If it ain't broke, don't That's fix it. it. Gerard. Yeah, I've gone with uh, Canberra Raiders uh, and Manly Seagulls. I've gone Manly. Wow. Um, mm. Yeah, I just don't think Canberra are going to make the the cut uh, anyway. And um I think Manly will uh, look at upsetting some people and I think they'll start this week with Canberra. I wouldn't hate that, obviously, as a Manly mm. fan. I thought Canberra might sneak home, but 1-12. to 12. So I think if that's a possibility, your early payout tip is every chance of coming Thank off you. there, Gerard. Greg? Mm. I'll, I'll go. Th- I'm red hot on the storm. I reckon in Melbourne, uh, their confidence is up. I reckon they'll make a, another statement on uh, Friday night against the Chooks. There you have it, punters. Early payout is available for your first $250 stake. T's and C's apply. They're available at the website. If you're having a bet, always remember to gamble responsibly. Mm-hmm.
The Neds NRL Punting Podcast Multi. All right, boys, we touched on it at the top of the show. Of course we did, because we pulled off our first multi, third multi, first, third multi of the season. I'm thirsty for another one. That's what I'm going for here. <laughs> oh, uh, my gosh. Woo, we got one. Yeah. <laughs> one of us. One of us. Uh, I tell you what, I was bricking it on Sunday oh, afternoon. mate. When Ryan's incredible bow firm or anytime try score had got up, I was very confident when we were sitting here that that was mm. just going to, if we somehow made it to that. Point. Yeah, I wasn't supposed to watch that game. Yeah, the Raiders and Knights. And <laughs> when I when I heard that it was the last leg, I planted my big hoop right on the couch and turned it on. And I was texting you, and I was like, "We're in this up to our eyeballs. Yeah. This is all. This is all time." Twenty to eight at half oh. time to the Knights, and I had only tipped Raiders to win dollar oh. thirty. Be the most Raiders thing ever. It would be. Yeah. I think I texted you and said, "This couldn't happen. This Surely could not happen. Surely not." The real feel good story about this one was me. Actually, it was uh, my leg. Thank. Fully lobbing for our one here, but in my punters club, I also had Jack Whiten anytime oh, try scorer as my it. last leg, and that got us home on well both fronts. How often does that happen? Very good. It never bloody does. Let's uh, <laughs> just really drive the nail into the AFL coffin with two of the AFL's <laughs> own. Sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's your opportunity to win, uh, Greg. Gerald, we're starting with you. Yeah, um, this week we're yes. going with Katoni Staggs anytime try scorer. Uh, he's been a bit quiet um, over the last couple of weeks, and yeah, I just think he needs to have a big game. Um, I'm not I'm not saying that he's going to, but I'm saying he needs to have a big game uh, this week against Parramatta, and I think he's coming up against Tom Opacek as well. Uh, so that'll be a, a great contest. So, yeah, I've gone Katoni Staggs anytime at $2.80. And we spoke about it, I think, before. That's the weakened side without Selwyn Cobbo mm. too, so he'll probably take a bit more work on himself. He will. Don't hate it at all. $2.80 Katoni Staggs anytime try score a Gerard. Greg, your second. Uh, Melbourne won a 12 in what could be the game of the year there on Friday night. I was, I, it's going to be a cracker. Right? It's going to be close. Yeah. But I just think Melbourne at home might just sneak home for the win. So, yeah, the Stormers 1-12, which is paying about 280 $2.80 as well. Don't have oh, that I like this one. It's already getting a nice bit of value. Mm. Two legs in. Ryan, where are we looking third? Yeah, I'm not going as exotic as I did last week. Uh, I'm just going to Bunnies to cover minus 6.5 versus the Cowboys. The Bunnies have been money at a core stadium this year, and they're 7-2, and two, I believe, on the back of a loss over the last year. This is all making At sense to me so it far. Dollar ninety, dollar ninety line. Mm-hmm. I'm going fourth again. This I don't know why I keep doing this to myself. Honestly, if we get to the final one and I'm just sitting there, can't sleep, <laughs> you know, can't eat. I'm just worried that we're not going to get yeah. it home. Anyway, I've looked at whoever the Titans are playing this weekend, and it's the Knights. And who are the Knights' favourite target? Ryan talked about it in the offload before. He reckons this man's going to score a double. I just want him to score one at any time. Edric Lee, any time try scorer. Well, I've gone first. I like to come first in multiple (laughs) occasions. So um, that's why I always get the first cab off the rank. Welcome back to the rugby league. (laughs) Yes, rugby league. (laughs) (laughs) A bit later than usual for you. I was going to say, we've gone through nearly an entire episode. It felt weird. All right, $1.95 for my leg. Let's recap. Gerald Katoni Stags anytime try score two dollars eighty. Greg Storm one to twelve two dollars mm-hmm. eighty. Ryan South six and a half line as favourites a dollar ninety. Jared Edric Lee anytime try scorer dollar ninety five. We could go big again here. Come with us, boys. Yes. Come with. God, what? How will they react on the AFL if you get this one? I don't know how we would react. We'd be happy for you because we're happy for the punters. Yeah, and that's well, what it's they, all about. How would Dylan and Alistair react to you? Oh, I think, think? Lynch would be all right. Uh, Dylan might, you know, might need 
a bit of counselling yeah. or yeah, it's a bit yeah. of quiet time. Dylan's very deflated. Yeah. <laughs> that might be why he had a go at me immediately <laughs> yeah. in the well, other podcast. Well, yeah, so I can't remember what our legs were for our uh, NRL. Oh, I was going to ask, was this, so this wasn't your leg in the NRL? No, no, it was. I've just gone Melbourne. I'm, I'm, I'm bullish about Melbourne, so I just went the same. I want to be mm. consistent. I like that. Yeah. Um, and Lynchy went the Sharks. I know that. I can't remember Ooh. what you went. You and I think uh, yeah. Dylan went Penrith Panthers at an yes. enormous line. I did see that. So I think I went the Raiders 13 plus. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, right. Which is going against, yeah. Which one of these two are you less confident in? Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Answer. Yeah. Yeah. All right, punters and Neds, NRL punting podcast multi is already built for your convenience. Boy, it is full of value this week as well. $29. You can find it at neds.com.au or on the Neds app under NRL round specials. All right, guys, it's time. That time of the week, I beg your pardon. It's time for a final thought. Greg, have you had fun with us today? Always. Yeah. Love it here at the NRL podcast. It's great. Yeah? It's great. Love yes. Gerald's hat. I love everything about it. <laughs> I, love, I love my hat too. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to Thursday night, boys. I think it'd be a good I think it'd be interesting to see. I, I'm going to be covering it for NRL.com, and I genuinely don't know what's going to happen. Mm. I like those games because mm. we don't know which Parramatta we're going to see. We don't know which Brisbane we're going to see. There's final spots on the line. So that's my – let's just see which – I want to see how what, what Brisbane are made of and how they bounce mm. back from Melbourne. I think they will bounce back and they will win. All we want to see is a Katoni Stags anytime try. That yes. is for sure. Ryan, final thoughts. Similar to Greg, I want to see what the Roosters are made of against the Storm on Friday night. But we've got three top eight games this week. It's just another massive weekend of footy. I can't wait. Great. Yeah, mine's just obviously the back end of the year. It's it's exciting to see us um, get to the pointy. And I know, you know, that period between Origin and, and you know, you know two weeks ago is a little bit like boring. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's good to see, um, you know, the, the teams are really shining their boots and, uh, and, and kicking off towards the end of the year and right towards finals time. I just can't wait for finals footy. And, you know, the reason why I can't wait is hopefully the Broncos slip in there. It would just be nice to see them in the finals one more time, uh, you know, over since three years ago. So, yeah, finals footy around the corner, boys. Given I decided to take the piss out of Dylan at the top of the show instead of do my normal G'day punters start, I didn't say this was episode 25. We've reached a quarter of a century. And it's been an absolute journey and can't wait. Can't, yeah. wait, for, can't wait for finals for we've, we've lost a warrior along the way. We have, We've yeah. gained half, not one more, I suppose, combined between yeah. Greg and Oscar. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's been great. It has been great. How good's rugby league? Love it. Well, between Oscar, myself, and Chris Gary, it's like two and a half men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had to get that in. I had to get that in, didn't, didn't I? Didn't even set that up on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, punters. Thank you for listening to episode 25. If you like what you heard, like, subscribe, leave us a review on your favourite podcast platform. Give us a watch on YouTube. Find us on the socials. Enjoy round 24 of the NRL. If you're having a bet, always remember to gamble responsibly. Thanks for listening to the Ned's NRL Punting Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe and leave a review on your favourite platform. And always remember to gamble responsibly.